Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, I'm going to be frank with you because it's the only... We've been friends for a long time. I don't, I don't want to lie to you or deceive you. Um, I just want to be... I, that's yeah. one of the deadly sins, right? Yeah, I mean... As dictated to us by Christ, the Lord. Can, can, I just say, can I just say one thing about that, Jordan? Thank God, mm-hmm. man upstairs, yep. that you are not my neighbor, because all I do is covet your wife. Just <laughs> all I do is covet your wife, Jordan, all, all right. day and well, night. At least, at least you're not lying anymore. At least you're not about to, you know, spoon f- feed me some of... Um, you know the devil's pudding. That's what I call lies. Yeah, sure. Lies are lies are lies are nothing but Satan's pudding. Mother would always say. Say lies are lies truly are a lumpy pudding, not right. in a nice way like a rice pudding, but like a pudding that's gone off. Right? Yeah. It has a, like a weird film on it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, what so, yeah. I'm trying to say is this. Jordan. But we'll work on the we'll work on the coveting later. I'm pretty fucked up right now. I'm oh, the man. fucking disaster area. I was watching the television show Shark Week. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Shark Shark Tank. Shark Tank. Yeah. <laughs> Shark Week is a Shark Week is a is is a, a variety of shows. It's not one program. It right. is uh, you know a, a week dedicated to you know various shark programs. You know which ones can swim faster than Michael Phelps. Yeah. Tara Sh- Reid is involved. Shark. Shark. Tank. Shark Tank, yeah. Is a show where uh, people who have a hard time moving their faces uh, make a person with an invention cry. Right. I had a little, I definitely had a little Shark Tank phase not too long ago where, and this is like, this is like height of pandemic, you know, you just, just doing, just doing whatever you need to do to get comfort. So I would put on a Shark Tank and I would play, uh, I would put the Shark Tank on the TV and I would play Nintendo Switch and kind of like switch my focus. And for yeah. some reason, that did it for me. Great. Couldn't <laughs> couldn't tell you why. I am not interested in starting a business, yeah. nor do I think the rich are cool. No. <laughs> so it seemed I, awful. I cannot... I, I, this I cannot, is the first time I'd ever seen the show. I was like, gosh, these people seem horrible. I couldn't tell you... <laughs> I think I like Robert okay. There's one shark that I think is pretty nice. His name is Robert. Oh, and I like Lori, the queen of QVC. Um, I think she has some fun moments. And I do like it when they're like real mean to a tech bro. I think that is fun. Like someone who wants to disrupt something with an app, sometimes they'll like fuck with them. That's no. it's not it's not as fun when it's just like, oh, this woman invented a bath bomb and has six kids like that's right. not as much fun but no. like really giving it to like a soylent type guy that's a lot of fun anyway you know what sorry you know what i wouldn't mind being disrupted with an app hmm. drink service like if they brought if they brought the you know the crab dip right while the drink service was also going out it'd be fine with me uh i could wait for my drink for a minute if i got oh you're doing an app appetizer the, thing yeah cool so 
<laughs> I'm nothing if not cool, Jordan. Cool, man. Anyone who's heard this show <laughs> That's knows true. That. App is short for appetizer. Cool, man. So I thought you were uh, going to have like an instead of asking. Instead of asking the waiter for like a refill, it would just you would poke it. The app would be called like, "Can I get another iced tea?" Yeah, I um, I was watching this show. Yeah, my child, my yeah, my child got interested in it. Mm-hmm. So on CNBC, on the CNBC network, which is a business network, they have a lot of advertisements for old white men. That to benefit old uh, things of interest to old white men. So what are we talking? Catheters? We're talking so, hair loss solutions. I'm glad you mentioned catheters. Yeah. The thing that fucked me up, and I haven't been able to deal with it emotionally. I haven't been able to work through it. I'm thinking about whether I need to do trauma informed therapy. Is a dis- it was a drug advertisement. I believe it was a drug for diabetes. And this. You know, there's a part where a different announcer comes on and says the side effects. Mm -hmm. And one of the side effects that this woman, who beautiful, sonorous voice, said was a rare but deadly infection of the perineum, which is the taint. Mm -hmm. And now all I can think about is... Colloquially known as the taint. They They didn't say that in the commercial, right? You're just... no. They did, and then they explained, oh, right. for it tainted the balls and right. it tainted yes. the butthole. Mm-hmm. And Known as the gooch in some reasons. <laughs> sure. I thought I called it chode for a while. That, that was, was a whole wrong. thing. That was a yeah, couple years was, ago. That so. was a few years ago on the show. So, I don't know. It's not... So you're you're preoccupied with the thought of what if you're... What if what if you what if you get one of these rare and deadly taint infections? I am basically like Aaron Rodgers is worried about his heart exploding or whatever. Right. I'm now off all medication. I'll never take medication again in case of deadly taint infection. Right. I'll wow. never even I'm not even going to leave the fucking house, Jordan. Yeah. A deadly taint infection? I mean, that's, I mean, that's a king's death, though. What a way to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping for taint infection or, like, killed on a water slide. Those are, either of those I'm fine with. What? Something I mean, where people kind of, like, have to stifle laughter at my funeral. I think that, that's great. If you died on the water slide, would you bleed out or break your neck? Oh, I think I would get, like, like a, caught. Like a chicken. I would get caught and, like, be face down or something. And just like drown, so you would drown? A, little bit of, a little bit of water, park water, yeah. So you would be able to escape drowning in a, wow. Yeah. They anyway. got sharks in there? No, you're thinking of Shark Tank on CNBC. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jordan. where the sharks are. Uh, our, our guest on the program is a uh, stand-up comic. She's a comedy writer. And now a comedy actor, I mean, she was always a comedy actor, but now probably it's moved to the top of the resume because she's on a big deal television program called The Sex Lies of College Girls, created by someone named Mindy Kaling. I don't know who this person is, but people seem to like this person. Uh, Sarah Cottow, how are you? Hey, I'm good. It's nice to have you back on the program. We appreciate seeing you here. I'm sorry that I've upset uh, you permanently by... (laughs) From the rare and deadly... 
taint infection news. How rare could it be for it not to be the number one issue in America right now? Right. You think like sure. presidential elections. Yeah. Like, why are people talking about Critical CRT? race theory. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Talking Critical about... taint theory. CTT. CTT. Sierra, do you watch Shark Tank or any other kind of like comparable reality oh, yeah. show? Do you have any other, like, do you have like a background reality show that you watch? Sure, you bet. I mean, I, w- I did watch a lot of Shark Tank. I also, I mean, I've seen lots of tears on that show. Yeah, I think it's it's always very heartbreaking, but I yeah. would say yeah, I, I I haven't probably seen as many of the people we want to see cry cry. I see a lot of yeah, I see a lot of small you know small business types cry, and that is sad. But I enjoy seeing. I have seen one guy panic, like he I think it was like a stackable Tupperware guy, and he was kind of like the tech bro of stackable Tupperware. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Uh, and he right. Just He's panicked. disrupting Tupperware. Yeah, he was yeah. really. Yeah, this man is disrupting stackable containers. And, I mean, you know, to be fair, they're perfect for apps. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you're right. Like, he, he, you have a, there have a is couple, an app for that. You know. Yeah. Uh, you have a couple he, extra <laughs> Southwest egg rolls. You want to have tomorrow? I mean, yes. This guy had. Yeah, he had almost everyone in, and then he like wouldn't make a decision, and they all slowly backed out. It was wow. shocking. Um, yeah. I, the thing that upset me about the show, and again, I've seen it a time, mm-hmm. but I know its reputation as well, is that the lesson of the show seems to be we need to be better for the rich, not there should be broader access to capital. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think at its at its core, you can tell what is wrong with our failing society. <laughs> right. It's just, yeah, it's a show advertising things that they are already going to own. Like it's, yeah, it's just capitalism layered in many ways. <laughs> yeah, there was a part on the one that I watched where a young woman uh, was just fresh out of NYU. And she had invented a date paste, uh, not a paste for dating, right? But a paste of dates, like as as like a, something you would have instead of like peanut butter or something like that. Exactly. Well, it's oh. lower calorie than nut butters. Okay. And it's a miracle food. One of the guys, this guy with this weird collar on his that shirt, sounds like you're drinking the date Kool Aid, Jesse. Jeez. I'd love a date Kool-Aid. That sounds nice. I, I usually have fruit punch, but <laughs> so. You ever been to date country, by the way? This is a, we're just, I know I'm just getting into dates here. I'll, I'll yeah. get it back into what happened on this television show. But you know how if you go out to the dinosaurs from Pee Wee's Big Adventure, there's just a place where all the restaurants only serve date-based foods? Yes. Yeah, that's all. Just yeah. if anybody's in Southern California, it's just something to check yeah, out. It's like watching the leaves little change in Vermont. Regional trend is, uh, yeah, places that advertise the date shake. Yeah, only mm-hmm. date shakes. So anyway, this woman was selling date products. She was fresh out of NYU. And um, someone asked her rather pointedly uh, if she only had $100,000 in sales, how how is she living in New York? Mm. And she said, well, she she rather sheepishly said, well, my, my father's helping me. And then this woman made her cry because she wasn't desperate enough, wanted her to be more desperate. Right. And the woman who made her cry couldn't move 
her face above her lip line. Mm -hmm. Below her lip line moved. Above her lip line didn't. And I thought, I don't think I want advice on how I should be more poor from this person. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think, so Shark Tank once in a while will do like a theme week. You know, uh, they did like, they did like kids. Shark week. Well, yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. Shark Tank will do a week. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, then all ideas by sharks, the fish. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's a, yeah, a special, (laughs) a special laxative in case you swallow a barrel of nails. (laughs) (laughs) A whole barrel, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that that like classic when they cut open the shark? It's a license plate. There's a barrel of nails? I've heard barrel of nails. License plate, obviously, is a classic. Yeah, sure. Yeah. A grouper, maybe. It's a type of fish. I think they should do Dick Week. Yeah. Where we agree upon... By the way, welcome to Dick Week on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to be here. Jordan, Jordan Jesse Go, where every week is Dick right. Week. Dick Week. Not to be confused with Taint Week. No. no. <laughs> That's every other one. week. Right. <laughs> and we're just bringing awareness to CTT. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we all have a, <laughs> we have a brown ribbon that we wear. Um, <laughs> the color of shit <laughs> where the taint is yeah. near. Um, <laughs> so Shark Day, they should have Dick Week where they agree we have a we have a you know a metric on what is a dick. I mean, and, and I don't and I don't and I don't know. I mean, is it like you know just like a guy who still has the Macklemore haircut or whatever? Right. Like we take yeah. we find various someone who's interested in business. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who thinks they should be there? Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> someone who walks into a room and feels they belong. Right. Is that what you're saying, Sierra? Sure. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. that's a good cutoff. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then we just, when then we can just enjoy the like Schadenfreude of it all and not feel bad that mm. you know a guy yeah. put his life savings into some sort of like t-ball helper. You know. Yeah. Like something that helps t-ball players? Yeah, like some sort of like... I feel like that's a big category on that. It's like a dad who like quits to like have some sort of kids sporting device. Like some sort of like, you know, soccer tent or something. I don't know. Yeah. There was a woman who was mad at at a motocross guy because he didn't know how to scale his dirt dirt cleanser. Right. It's a dirt that you use to cleanse. Scaling's important. I know. You don't have to tell me. I got some scaling on my taint right now that I'm oh, very no. concerned oh, about. <laughs> uh, Sierra, on your new TV show, it has college in the title. Do you play a college student? Oh, you bet I do. Yes. I am. <laughs> me and many of the, I would say most of us are, yeah, not college age, playing college age, right. as many do in television. But there are some younger you know, younger people, I would say, who are probably more in their like early, you know, early 20s or 20. Right. Playing 18. And you're buying them beer, right? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> come on, kids. <laughs> Just say the word. I'll go to the 7 uh, But yes, it is. It's mostly, you know, us in our later 20s playing. I don't know. I think I'm an upperclassman, supposedly. Oh, yeah. So, well, so. you know. Right. Yeah. If you're a junior. Enough, 
Yeah, yeah. I'm a junior. Yeah. Some kind of junior or something. Yeah, yeah. So you know, kids. I get it. Uh, the college you go to in the show is it similar or dissimilar to the actual college that you went to? Oh yes. So what's really fun about the show and the character I play is very much who I was in college in some ways. I mean, exaggerated, but the the college is fictional in the show. It's called Essex College. Um, haha, because sex. Sex oh yeah, sure. Skip. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So Essex College, but it's I think based on. Um, so Mindy Kaling went to like Dartmouth. Uh, Justin Noble, the other creator, went to Yale. So I feel like it's kind of based on these sort of east, northeastern, right? Ivy League schools. I did go to Harvard, so I did kind of live through that. We know you don't have to explain it, Sierra. We get it. <laughs> We went to UC yeah. Santa Cruz. Yes, there you go. The same the idea. Harvard of Central California. <laughs> Except for CSU Monterey Bay. Right. And Stanford. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. True. <laughs> so yes, it is, you know, we all get it. But yeah, it is, it is like makes fun of the pretentiousness, I think, of those and like all that. And I play a very preppy girl. Is it an actually pretentious context? I don't know anything. I don't know anything about Northeastern uni- universities, other than my wife went to Sarah Lawrence College. I think that's a sui generis situation. It, it, they, you know, admissions are based on specific subtypes of lesbianism um, at Sarah Lawrence. Uh, so that I don't think it applies to other. You know, I don't think you can extend that to Amherst. Oh, or okay. whatever. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what sort of the the vibe? Well, what did you expect, and what did it end up being like? Totally. I think. Yeah, I expected. So I'm I'm from outside of LA, basically, kind of California my whole life. Didn't really know what to expect, other than obviously, like it gets colder over there. Sure. Crazy how yeah, that is. You need a coat. Uh, right. Yeah, I need a coat that's not made here. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but yeah, no, I would say, I mean, I guess it's like the East Coast mentality felt a little stronger there. It was definitely like people being like, oh, I'm from this family or like wanting to share that, you know, like, okay, the Shark Tank <laughs> right. girl who didn't want to say her dad was paying for New York, like yeah. everyone says, oh, they paying for me. You know, <laughs> like I think it's it's not as much of a, a hidden thing. I think everybody w- likes to be like, I came from this family. I do this For, thing. Wait, people say they yeah. came from this family? Really? I mean, in so many words. I think sometimes their last name is already, you know, something. R.B. Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, Weinstein. No, I'm just uh, <laughs> um, Epstein, no. Uh, Reg- it's all really... Original Epstein Arby's. <laughs> yeah, yes, Arby's, yeah. The third. Yes. Not to be confused. Yeah, exactly. So I think, yeah, that's... It's probably a little bit more... And maybe that's just, you know, the beginning when people are trying to kind of make an impression with people and who knows who they're talking to, right? But... What was your cultural cohort at uh, in university? You were what? Who I... You were into fish, right? <laughs> PH fish? Oh, oh, yes, right. My my uh, club, fish club. No, um, mm-hmm. we were basically, I don't know. I mean, I guess I like, I did stand up in college. I was very interested in comedy. I also studied computer science, but I was probably more into like the comedy scene. So I had a lot of friends who were doing stand up. I had a lot of friends who were interested in improv, stuff like that. And then. Yeah, I was curious. I was also wanting to kind of ask that is like, does, did Harvard have a comedy scene? Yeah, it did. Well, okay. A couple things. Boston's right there. So there was like, 
a bunch of comedy clubs, comedy, the comedy studio is in Harvard Square, and I think it moved to Somerville, but it's like, you know, it was a place that I could get up pretty easily near campus. And then we had a little stand club, Harvard Stand Up Comic Society, shout out. And then, um, I mean, the Lampoon was the main, probably historically relevant thing. So, right. oh, right. There were sure, a sure, few sure. people writing for The Simpsons. Sure, sure. Yeah. Some people, <laughs> I mean, we had a lot of, we had a lot of kids of Simpson writers. Yeah. A lot of yeah. uh, people who were interested in that. So I did, I was a part of the Lampoon and I was a part of, uh, you know, like, it's mainly a social club, I would say, but like we did, we put out a magazine that we read at least. So mm-hmm. you did stand up even before you went to college, right? I did. Yeah, I did uh, some in high school. So I was kind of, you know, I knew I wanted to do that. And it was kind of like, well, if I could be near Boston. That would be great. But um, yeah, and there's stuff on campus. I opened for the Wushu Club sometimes, the uh, sword, wow. <laughs> sword team. <laughs> you know, sometimes did they you want have to know any warm-up Wushu comic. material? <laughs> No, I think I tried to maybe, uh, you know, it's hard because sometimes, you know, if I was following Wushu Club, maybe I could comment on it. But opening for Wushu Club, I don't want to step on their territory, you know. Yeah. When I was in middle school, we had a Tai Chi class. And, you know, I mean, it was about as interesting as you would think a Tai Chi class for middle schoolers would be to middle schoolers, you Mm -hmm. know, who were not. But our teacher was a very nice man. And he'd teach us our Tai Chi forms and everything. And I can still, you know, if you need me to hold the tea bag, I can hold the tea bag. Um, but one day, I don't know, it feels like a, like a gym day where you're in the basement because it's raining. Um, but obviously, that's you already do Tai Chi in the basement. So I don't know why it was a di- special day. He was like, you know, when I'm not teaching Tai Chi to middle schoolers in Hillsboro, uh I mostly run a, like a wushu studio, and he brought in a VHS tape of of uh, his wushu studio, and it was so fucking bananas. I've been mad ever since that he was teaching us tai chi. I'm like, you could have been do this whole t- other teaching us thing. how to do backflips holding halberds, and you fucking <laughs> taught us to hold the tea bag. You fucking asshole. Holding the tea bag is out on you. really essential to find out if you have CTT, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, you, if that tea bag drops, you are right. screwed. It's a, pre- it's a preventative measure. <laughs> I mean, Sierra, as tough as it is, as tough as it is to try and do comedy in front of the Wushu Club, just be glad that you didn't have to follow the Wushu Club. You're right. That's where you really don't want to be. Yeah. Nothing can follow them. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's a, quite a spectacle. And I, I hope they're still... Wushuing to this day. That would be nice. It'd be good to know. They stuck together. They're like, well, we <laughs> met in college. And <laughs> Travel together. Yeah. <laughs> we Why did not? the Wushu circuit for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's festivals. You know, yeah. you end up having to stay in somebody's three-car garage or whatever. Right. right. But it's uh, worth it. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's cool. It's fun. You meet other people who are into Wushu. Sure. Um, <laughs> you trade weapons. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I have gotten wind that Santa Cruz maybe has a little comedy scene now. I think when we were in, like, when we were in college, like, our improv and stuff was, like, dining hall based. Was like, can we use a dining hall for a night? I mean, we, we were in a, the improv group that Jordan and I were in started my freshman year. And it was Mm -hmm. the only comedy thing at the whole college, I think. Yeah, and um, then, like, in town, like, sometimes, like, 
Margaret Cho would come and play like the old movie theater or something like that. <laughs> well, there was a there was a restaurant called the Crow's Nest. Oh right, uh, oh the Crow's Nest oh, that yeah, had a yeah. weekly had had a weekly comedy night okay. with uh, some of this some of the comics from San Jose who weren't working the San Jose Improv that night. Gotcha. Yeah, made the trip over the mountain oh, or right. some Monterey comics probably as well. Um, but yeah, but I think I I feel like I've gotten the impression that maybe Santa Cruz has like. A little comedy scene now. More than cool. just this stripping improv group? Oh, yeah. They had a, yes, the one townie <laughs> improv group. Their gimmick was that they stripped when they would like Ooh, yeah. make a mistake or something else. They would, they, but I think it was, it, you know, I think it was very PG 13. I think they were wearing like nine layers of clothes. <laughs> we were both in that for like two weeks, right? Or were you in it longer? I feel uh, like I was in I it two I, weeks. I tried out and didn't get in. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I think I was in it for like two weeks and then got kicked out. Yeah, my stripping was great. Improv. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The... They're like, this guy's <laughs> too sexy. He's gonna... <laughs> yeah, distract you. Yeah, gotta... we've got to come up with more games that involve playing pour some sugar on me really loud. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Can I have a suggestion for a hair metal band? Ah, I heard Def Leppard. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Katy Perry's I Kissed a Girl. Got it, okay, let's all go. Right, yes. These are all... <laughs> oh, another scene about Genuine's Pony. <laughs> <laughs> It is a bit more provincial than Boston, Massachusetts. Our, our, yeah. uh, our alma it. mater. Well, I mean, that all. It sounds like it satisfies all the needs. That I think there's too much comedy. <laughs> Maybe there's too much in other places. So it's good to have just yeah. enough. You a know? place yeah. with like yes, a place with yeah. an appropriate amount of comedy. Right. Right. Sarah, but... were you in other uh, clubs? Like, did you do, or is it just the one thing? You're just writing for The Simpsons. It takes up all your time. The end. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it did take up probably the most time, The Lampoon. But I would, I was, you know, I did the stand-up club thing. I was probably doing, did I, jo- I for a little bit, I might have been in some computer science clubs. Back what do you do in a computer do a little, science club? Well, <laughs> what did I do? Well, clearly not enough. <laughs> I am no longer Full doing that. Full stack web development. I did. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um I did, I wasn't one that they had like a speaker come. So actually Dustin Moskovitz, is that right? The guy, the Facebook dude know. who did the, it's pronounced diamond, Dustin diamond, <laughs> diamond. R.I.P. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that person, uh, you know, employee number three or something at Facebook, he oh, came wow, and okay. talked about, you know, his new startup, which was like a sauna. And I think it might still be what he works on anyway. So sometimes it would come like, and, uh, speak to a few people about their life as you know entrepreneurs so we would learn a little bit there and i guess you'd just be like hanging out with like pillows that were shaped like emojis you know i mean it was very like innocent and and like you know in the like yeah in the like building where the classes are held they had like a little lounge area so i think i did that for like a semester or two but uh yeah i wasn't as active in that in the academics let's say um i got but yeah i once got invited to speak at uh facebook this was like when i was a entrepreneur like a, <laughs> a respected in my industry um and uh they invited me to speak it was very nice of them to invite me to speak and um, I was living here in Los Angeles and was uh, the peak of my respectability was close to the nadir of my income. So I was I was barely getting by. 
and uh, got invited to speak at Facebook. And I sent them an email. I was like, well, yeah, I mean, do you like uh, cover travel and stuff like that? And they're like, well, we thought maybe you could do it. I know you're from the Bay Area, maybe when you're home to you know, to visit your family or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, well, like maybe what? you can do it. Maybe you can stay with Judy. And then yeah. like, this is, this is too familiar for a business email. <laughs> then, <laughs> then I was like, well, well, what, well, does it like, what is it? Does it pay? Or like, what is it? Cause I'd have to like take a few days off work to come up to do this. You know, like I have a job and everything. He said, we actually have a policy of not paying speakers. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. You wow. gotta be fucking a policy of we've me. talked oh about, God. we've discussed this, we've decided no. <laughs> we're, we're worried it might bias them. <laughs> yeah. They pay you in uh they pay you in minion memes. Mm, stickers? <laughs> we won't give you money, but we will give you disinformation about public health. It is really amazing just what kind of shit gets put on a picture of a minion. It is <laughs> It is it is wild. The the By the, the way, send us our Peabody oh. now because we got to the core of this issue. Go yeah. ahead, Jordan. Uh yes, cold take. <laughs> Facebook has a lot of minion shit, but the the craziest one I the one that I still think about um you know, just when I'm watching Shark Tank and playing Switch is you know, you know, it's so the the baseline one is like, oh, it's a minion, and it's like, you know, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. It's just like, you know, something. <laughs> is that a you minion would... a have a coffee cup? Minions or is you mad? Is can minions be mad? No. So this one, what minions can be mad? I think. I think maybe they're more. Seems I think they're. I think their general air is kindly. And helpful, yeah, but like well, they're, go- sort they're of, goofballs, helpful goofballs. They're doofs. They're like doofs, right? They they're run doofs. into each other a lot. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Are they ever they pregnant can... like uh, Shrek? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go ahead and guess yes. It's <laughs> like a wild guess. <laughs> Are they ever pregnant by Shrek? Um, again. Oh, you know, that's different because Shrek is DreamWorks. Okay, thank you. So he, Ooh, yeah. Shrek can't, cannot impregnate. Can't go into illumination Shrek. territory. <laughs> no, Shrek. yeah, you don't want to run afoul of it's illumination. A, yeah, well. Shrek can only impregnate how to train your dragon or something. Mm, yeah, yes. Shrek can uh, impregnate the trolls. <laughs> he can impregnate. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, what are the other DreamWorks properties? Mm. Kung Fu Panda. There you go. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the cra- the craziest one I ever saw was a minion. He's holding like a sign. He's holding like a hitchhiker sign, and it says, "Honk if you suck dick." <laughs> <laughs> so he's the minion. The minion is hitchhiking. <laughs> yeah, hold on, Jordan. Wow, the minion is of these minions. Yeah, the minion <laughs> is hitchhiking. So he's asking for a ride. But he also thinks he's going to get his dick sucked. So, like, but he's I'll... paying for the ride by getting his dick sucked? No, I think it was. Ju- I think it's just an informal poll. <laughs> he was just curious like, about. On the street corner, like. So he is not actually right. hitchhiking. Allies. Right. He was just curious about, you know, sexual habits. Because the other possibility is maybe he's not looking to get his dick sucked. Maybe he's just looking for kinship. Right. Like, he likes to suck dick, and he's looking to ride with somebody sure. else who also likes to suck dick. Sure. So they can talk yeah. about what they like about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
like they feels right ground you know to start at and then right. work their way from there yeah <laughs> into it's like other topics yeah it's like catching a ride with somebody who also is into fish you know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so at least you have common ground and mm-hmm. that's how you bridge the gap between the two americas Ugh, beautiful <laughs> We need a little Thank bit more you. of that. I think so. Thank you. You ask me. We need a Thank little you. bit more of that. Yeah. And a little less CTT. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well said. Yeah. Thank you. Jordan, how's it going with you, buddy? Uh, I'm doing good. I am. I Well, I think I kind of blew it this week. Thank you for being frank with me. It's what I expect of you. Yeah. Um, so I went to I went to I went to New York for a wedding. I hadn't been to New York in years. Jordan, when you say blew it, you're talking about a minion. <laughs> no, God, <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Stuart, call me. <laughs> <laughs> you have my number. <laughs> I know you're busy. <laughs> It's like, I'm sorry, I keep bumping into other minions and falling <laughs> right, down. Right, insane I banana. I time to call. <laughs> right. <laughs> keep getting blown up by circular bombs. Um, So I was in New York and, you know, like, obviously, like, I want to do it all. You know, I want to I want to do it all. I want to see it all. You know, I want to want to want to take in, you know, everything. I want to I'm going to squeeze the juice from from that big beautiful gotham you know sure um the big lemon juice yeah i want to go to Jellini's for the gubalagetsa you know but hey i'm eating at Jellini's here yeah give me another spoonful of the gubalagetsa hey make hey bring me one of your egg drinks sure um but I didn't. I ended up not leaving the hotel room. I really stayed. I just stayed in the hotel room and I didn't leave. Um, and I think it was just because I was too afraid of impractical jokers. <laughs> I know that is a big problem in New Oof, York City. Yeah. yeah, I was too afraid that, um, you know, I'd be, I'd you know, be in line for a a, a dog or you know, some chestnuts or something and the next thing you know <laughs> q and myrrh are squeezing my buns i don't need that <laughs> I, so you said yeah i it made sense that you were waiting in line for for hot nuts yeah when you said you were waiting in line for a dog 100 percent, i thought you were gonna get a dog yeah mm. you were <laughs> in the dog <laughs> yeah yeah so a dog shop uh-huh. but there's a line there's a line for everything in new york yeah sure um was the this is my this is my question about staying in the hotel room the entire time. Yeah, I, the last time I was in a hotel was eighteen months ago. Mm-hmm. It was the beginning of the pandemic, and it was the most desperately sad place I've ever been in my life. I mean, just a nightmare of bleak set. It was a nice hotel. You got a good deal on it on Hotwire, mm-hmm. uh, but just desperately, you know, downtown San Francisco completely empty. Uh, hotel completely empty, no one working there, no one staying there. Um, and while what I should have done is like gone out in the hallway and used a, a room service tray as a surfboard and surf down all the stairs or something. That'd like have been that. fun. Instead, what I did was sort of gaze into the middle distance and think about the futility of existence. Right. 
Um, so that was my last hotel experience. But did you find that you were able to recreate the classic hotel experience, which involves watching whatever television show is the most embarrassing that you like mm-hmm. um, with impunity, just as much as you want. Watch it over and over and over because no one's there to know that you like that show. Um, masturbating a few times and maybe eating eggs Benedict at some point. <laughs> right. Uh, no, let's see. Let's see. I, I, no, I did actually leave the hotel room. It was a pretty, it was a pretty busy trip. Um, but the TV watching I did in the room, uh, you know, this, this, this TV was a little more modern. It had like an on demand section. So I watched like recent Simpsons. Oh, wow. Instead of old Simpsons, which is what I usually watch. But I'm like the on demand ones are a little more recent. Oh yeah. What what was that like? Were they a little off the wall? Yeah. But I mean, there was, you know, it's funny. So it's the funniest show, you know, was it like the. Was it like the one where they're in like cyberspace? Oh yeah, right. All three D animated. Yeah, I think they go. I don't listen. I don't need to just like honestly talk about the Simpsons here. That's, I. But yeah, <laughs> but I think that the you know the stereotype is that it got really crazy. But I think they've they've kind of real. You know, they I think they go back and forth with how crazy they're making it, and I think there are some that are like, uh, like kind of super earnest and about emotional stuff, like in recent seasons, as opposed to like you know, what if. Homer becomes a ninja or something like that. So, have but they done a wushu? Have they done a wushu plotline? Because I <laughs> would enjoy that. I feel like Lisa would do the wushu though. Totally. You wouldn't have Homer do it. Have Lisa do it. She's a tryhard. Uh, Sierra, did you have to go somewhere to film this TV show, or did you do it in LA? Right here, right here. Yeah, a little bit in Pasadena. Ooh. Ooh. Well, that's where I live now. Well, oh, well. <laughs> Thank God Pasadena came up on this show. Yeah. <laughs> Pasadena, you say. Well, <laughs> our guest last week, Sierra, was this little old lady. You would love her. Mm-hmm. Nobody meaner. Nobody meaner. Little old lady <laughs> from Pasadena. Um, oh, that's interesting Excellent. that that was like what the Southern California stand in for the East Coast was. Like, oh, we want to make this an East Coast thing. So, like, let's try a Pasadena. There was, yeah, it was like an interior, I think. But yeah, a lot was on the stage in the Warner Brothers studios, I think. And like, I mean, and then they did do some exteriors out east, but I wasn't, I didn't have to go. So I think it was like, I think they went to, I wasn't invited. But yes, it was, I think they shot a lot of exteriors at Vassar College. Mm, That makes sense. That's one of them. You were like, Um, uh, indoor kid. uh, Yeah, I my character agoraphobic <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> cannot leave <laughs> cannot leave the door part of the plot um yeah. but yeah um this is kind of interesting i've been to and i don't know if you guys are experiencing this or not but like a little bit of a wedding deluge just because of all the like postponed weddings so it's kind of like we're getting you know like a year and a half worth of weddings yeah um and i've been i've been i've been to two we have a family wedding um, at the end of the year that I'm going to try and go to. I Everybody in the family. Yeah, everyone in the family is getting married. It's a cult May thing. May the circle be unbroken. We're all going to drink some uh, cyanide-laced date Kool-Aid afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, genu- I, just, I just love going to them. I think they're so much fun. It's nice. It's nice to believe in love. It's nice to have an open bar. Um. But neither of the wedding dance playlists included 
Don't Stop Believin'. And I was okay. happy for that. I, is that, but you, can you dance you to Don't, don't Stop Believin'? No, I think you just kind of like sway around and, and yell. And you it's like okay. put your arm around. Oh, yeah. Sway. You sway. Yeah, it's, there's, it's, a, it's a sway song. I'd like, I'd like to go to a wedding that's only songs that drunk white people like to sing really loud that are not. Like, it's, it's just Don't Stop Believin', Sweet, Sweet Caroline. Caroline. I can't think of any other examples. <laughs> do whites know any other songs? Those are the two. <laughs> Jordan, we're white. What do we know? <laughs> uh, you know what really, at both of them, I was, what I was surprised really killed, and I'm like, oh, this has been kind of folded into, you know, like the pop canon. Party in the USA fucking blew oh. up at both of them. Wow. Yeah, I mean, oh, that's both. a great song. That's sort of what it has going one. for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was surprised at that. Oh, Sierra, just, what gets you, Sierra? What gets you on the floor at a wedding? What's what's your what's your rock solid bet? What's your kiss oh by Prince? <laughs> um, hmm. I mean, ooh, I mean that party in the USA. That is a good call. I would say, I'm trying to think in something in that area. Well, you know what I do like though, like a like a even just like a Frank Sinatra or something. You know, like New York or something. I feel like they play Classic that at weddings, and that's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I'm in New York. Is I'm not, but yeah. you know. you're somewhere else. <laughs> hey, I'm yeah, dancing I'm not here. <laughs> yeah, Murs grabbing my buns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just it's one of the impractical. All numbers. the big, yeah, all the big, all the big New York references <laughs> come to mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Something that I do like about visiting the East Coast is that you will go into a store and the store will be playing Billy Joel. <laughs> that is. I think that's something that white people like to sing along to is Billy Joel songs. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, like most of them, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the this that this that this that this that song. You know, you know the one I'm talking about where he lists all the things. <laughs> oh, we didn't start oh, yes, the fire. That. <laughs> yeah, this that this that and this. <laughs> it was only this, except when it was that. <laughs> Classic. That song is the way it's got a pull part where you just go dip 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 right? Is that Bob and Stuart, the minions? The minions sing Billy Joel. What if Billy Joel invented the minions? Excuse me. I have a million fucking dollars to make. I'll see you assholes later <laughs> i got an album to record uh hello is this jib jab this is former podcaster jordan morris <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then at the end everybody starts honking because they love to suck dick <laughs> this podcaster turned billionaire jordan morris <laughs> <Ga-bi- ba-boo- ba-na-na. laughs> just I'll let it sink in what a good idea it is. Jordan, are there any guarantees that cause you go to a lot of weddings? I've been Love to like it. three I've been to three weddings, 75% of my friends' weddings. Yeah. You're not married yet, Jordan. As soon as you get married, that'll be four out of four. You know, yeah. you I've been to Brian's wedding. I've been to uh Ben Harrison's wedding. There's a few weddings I've been to, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. You travel in much broader social circles than I, and you're known as a fun guy. Yeah. So you get invited to a lot of weddings. Mm-hmm. What gets you on the floor for a wedding? Don't like to dance. Don't want to do it. I want to. I want to lean against the bar 
and uh, like take off my jacket and roll up my sleeves and like <laughs> talk to an uncle about what he does. <laughs> Don't want to dance. Someone's got to do it. Someone has to play that role. When I was a wedding DJ's assistant um, in Washington, D.C., I learned about this thing called beach music, which in Washington, among whites in Washington, D.C. specifically, uh, there is this cultural thing where like people go to maybe it's Newport News, like a play, like there's beaches in uh, the the Carolinas and Virginia. Mm-hmm. I'm out of my territory here, so people are already composing yeah. angry letters. But they go to these uh, they go to these kind of semi southeastern beaches, places that are north of Georgia. And south of Washington, D.C. This is like where people have, where people go on summer vacation, you know, go on spring break, these kinds of things. And then there's all these people who go, there's a subgenre of music that I think probably faded now. Uh, but there's a subgenre of music called beach music, which is like faded R&B stars who just play this circuit that's from washington dc to like northern georgia and back along the coastline playing songs that you shag to Mm. which is a dance from like 19 it's like if there was an entire Mm. subculture built around doing the locomotion sure yeah (laughs) walking the dinosaur (laughs) yeah like it is really and what would happen is you'd you'd be playing like uh or, you know, I was I was the assistant. I mostly carried the records. But, you know, once in a while the DJ would be in the bathroom or I would be helping the DJ. And uh, he'd be playing, you know, whatever, Crazy in Love or something like that. Uh, and, and a dad in a polo shirt and shorts at the wedding right. would, would come up just like a silver fox white guy, like a handsome 60-year-old man who looks like he lives at a golf course, um, would come up and he'd be like, can you please play something we can shag to? Mm. Hmm. Can you please play some beach music? Can you please play some beach music? I'm like, with the ventures? Like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) They're like, no, General Johnson from the chairman of the board performing Let's Shag Again, (laughs) 1988. That's the other thing. Like, it's all these, like, classic soul guys recording these songs on like Casio keyboards in 1988 because they don't have the budget. You know what I mean? These guys are touring solo. That's all I got about beach music. It's just a weird thing. Sounds like a good lifestyle. Yeah, it does kind of sound. I think it is probably a lifestyle. And I do like, I do like hearing about like the kind of regional music trends and like the fact that like something weird that is out of, that is kind of like out of pop culture at large still like thrives somewhere. It, it's like the the band from uh, Animal House. Yeah, oh, you know sure. How, yeah, yeah. You know, like, what is going on here? Why are they all talking about this R&B band from 15 years or earlier? Mm-hmm. That's, what's, that's what beach music is, writ large. Yeah. Writ medium. <laughs> I was so um, disheartened when the lead singer of Smash Mouth had his meltdown because mm-hmm. I was so like, and it was like at an appropriately Smash Mouthy place to play. It was at like a food and wine festival in Denver or something like that. 
And uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like you know, obviously they're 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 a frequent punchline on this show. A frequent, you know, a free a a a, a, a as memed as a band can get. But like, it seemed like oh, these guys are having fun with this. They they're leaning in. And hey, like, how fucking fun must it be to get to travel the world and just go to like food and wine festivals? Yeah, play and for thirty minutes. People, you're bringing people together. You're bringing together minions. Shrek. All you have to do is play All Star. How to Train Your Dragon. Right. Yes. They all meet in the middle at the Smash Mouth song All Star. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon and Shrek. Not the minions, Jesse. You don't want to anger Illumination Entertainment. <laughs> That's why they're Keep coming. That's why they're being brought together by Smash Mouth, Jordan. Right. Oh, okay. Only Smash Mouth. Cinderella. The Cinderella from Cinderella Two, not the original Cinderella. The straight to VHS Cinderella Two. That's the Cinderella that comes. Original Cinderella's dead. She's long dead. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the Cinderella so. from Cinderella, too. So, I mean, she's getting up there, but she still parties. Yeah. I mean, if Smash Mouth is coming, she's yeah. going to be there. She brings the blow, too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I, was, I was bummed when it happened. I hope that, you know, I hope that the Smash Mouth dude. Kiss know, was finds, the song. Finds the, finds the help he needs. Kiss was the song that brought everybody together. At the weddings 20 years ago now. Oh, yeah. 15 sure. years ago. Uh, and, you know, Crazy in Love is still that song. Single Ladies is still that. Mm. Um, but the, I feel like what happened is we have now gotten to the point where the people who are pumped about Motown hits are too old uh, to cut a rug. Mm. They're now 75 instead of 60. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's no there's no replacing that. You can't replace that with we didn't start the fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just someone saying <laughs> this and that. Yeah, yeah it's longest. Hard to remember. <laughs> the first verse is this and that. The second verse is I did go to and I, I don't know if like the the people whose wedding it was actually remember this, but I did go to one wedding at the exact right moment where the fucking dance floor filler was Gangnam Style. Yeah. It was, like, right at the right time, and, like, Gangnam Style comes on, everybody loses their shit. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with... There's a reason that song broke international borders. Yeah. is Because it's fun. Fun song. Guy's got his own little outfit. You know what I mean? Distinctive outfit. Yeah, people need to do the galloping kind of dance you know yeah so you're not really a dancer you're like i can kind of do that or at least with the wrists yeah. you could absolutely you could do the you could do the wrists did you do the dance jordan oh no i bet i i bet i did the dance good for yeah. you i'm but proud of you buddy i don't remember you know i'm gonna say for the purpose of this conversation <laughs> I did dance, and i was fucking right. great <laughs> okay yeah, i mean you know how to macarena there's a new macarena song that's mm-hmm. a hit song where you still do the macarena it's like a three-year-old song Really? Yeah. It's the Macarena, but it's in Spanish, and it's a new song, and they play it around <laughs> around my neighborhood when I'm driving past or walking past, and uh, it's a big hit song, and it, what they do is just the Macarena, you just do the Macarena again. It's just a new, it's just a new Macarena for the new generation, but it's the same old <laughs> Macarena, but a little different. Wow, well, yeah. It's no great. new, no original ideas. No, uh-uh. no, it's all it's fucking same. reboots, the right? Same dances. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, like to dance. me, it just all comes down to, you know, a field hand with an acoustic guitar in the Mississippi Delta, 
1924, singing the Macarena. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Johnson's The Macarena. <laughs> he had to, that guy had to sell his soul to the devil, but it was right. worth it. Because he got... It's the same song. Wait a minute. Billy Joel wrote the Macarena? No, man. He just got, he received it. Right. Okay. From the devil. It's that kind of song. Yeah. None of us write the Macarena. We're just, we just hold the Macarena for the next generation. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, Hey, I gotta. Would you want to uh, take a break? I got. I gotta go uh, drain the macarena. <laughs> yeah, I've been holding the macarena spell it for from too, your body. Yeah. too long. I need to purge. Yeah. Oh, Jordan, can Exercise. you do me a favor while you're out there? Yeah. Can you put a little rubbing alcohol on your perineum? I don't want any infections down there. <laughs> Why did you say out, out there? Do you think I not have? I don't have a bathroom. Do you think I <laughs> piss and shit outside? I mean, I figured you got a bucket or whatever, or maybe <laughs> even a hole. You were in the army. No, nah. nah, man, I'm no queen of QVC. Can't afford a bucket. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. You know, every episode of Jordan Jesse Go is brought to you by you, the listeners to our wonderful program. Sorry, I said wonderful program accidentally. Can we reset our terrible program? <laughs> this garbage is brought to you by the kind people who are members of Maximum Fun, who's gone to who've gone to maximumfun.org/join. Uh, it is also this week supported by the folks at Made In. Jordan, you know what I have? Not, I'm not bragging. It's just sort of how I roll. Mm. Carbon steel pan from Made In. Made In oh, make yeah. make cookware, uh, home homeware, tableware is what they call it. Tableware uh, pans, knives, wine glasses, dishes, that kind of thing. And they make them at professional quality. But it prices affordable to regular Joes like you and me, Jordan. Uh, Jesse, I got that same uh, carbon steel pan. I love it. I use it basically every day. Made a little lemon pepper chicken before we went on the air, and it's uh, fueling my performance today. <laughs> you sound like high performance. This is like that time Jose Canseco uh, put jet fuel in his Porsche because it was knocking and pinging. It's exactly like that. Uh, here's what happens. They source the finest materials and partner up with renowned craftsmen to make premium kitchen tools available directly to you without the markup. Uh, these things really, really are great. Uh, I think they would make a great holiday gift. Or yeah. if you're just looking to uh, refresh your own personal kitchen, they have over 28,000 five-star reviews, and their products are used by some of the world's best chefs at Michelin-starred restaurants around the world. Yeah, that's right. The real-life the the real life Michelin man uses made-in cookware to cook his rubber sandwiches like the Michelin man eats. A nice hot rubber sandwich. 
<laughs> right now, Maiden is offering our listeners 50% off your first order with promo code JJGO. This is the best discount available anywhere online for Made In products. Go to madeincookware.com slash JJGO and use promo code JJGO for 15% off your first order. That's madeincookware.com slash JJGO. Use the promo code JJGO. It really is beautiful stuff. He would not make those hot rubber sandwiches in a second-rate pan, Jordan. No way. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous stuff. The beautiful, fully forged knives. Get yourself a made and eat some rubber. That's our advice. <laughs> We're also supported this week by Manscaped. Jordan, hmm. if your balls are out of control, you're going to need Manscaped. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I couldn't hear you, Jesse, over the sound of my balls going crazy. Uh, Manscaped is the leading men's hygiene brand. They've got some new products, including the Ultra Premium Body Wash and a 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner. Uh, they do all kinds of stuff. Uh, there's a, there's ball toner, there's ball deodorant, mm-hmm. and there's of course the leg the the legend, the, the absolutely legendary lawnmower. Their legendary product for for trimming for trimming the hairs on your sack. Jesse, I've had so many sack injuries. I can't I can't even count the sack injuries I've had, but zero since mm-hmm. I've started using Manscaped. And I do use Manscaped personally. I like to do it. It's a lot of fun and it makes the basement look impeccable. And yeah, by basement, I mean ball zone. <laughs> the bees. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code JJGO at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code JJGO. Clean up your nuts and make Santa proud this year. <laughs> Last year went really bad with you and Santa. That's funny because they suggested some copy where we talk about Santa, but we didn't use it. So this Santa <laughs> callback thing is really jarring. <laughs> ah, Santa! <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm mad at you. Last year, your balls were too hairy. <laughs> Get off my goddamn lap, Jordan. But Santa, look what I've done this year. I've been using Manscaped Santa. Looks great, Jordan. Here's a train set. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And Sierra Cotto, uh, CTT activist. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for oh, raising awareness. awareness. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> yes, I, I'm here to spread the word, everybody. I poured a, I poured a whole there. bottle of uh, I poured a whole bottle of witch hazel onto a loofah and went to town during the break. Good. That's why I'm here. Yeah. yeah. To make sure that happens. As as Sierra so wisely reminded us, keep mm-hmm. it clean down there. Keep it, <laughs> keep it clean down there, yeah. Keep it clean down there. Oh, my shit's fresh. Short, sweet. It's part of the plan. Yep. God damn it. What if... How can it taint... What part of your taint could even get infected? How's that even possible? It's rare, but it's deadly. Yeah. Wait, 
It's like saying you have an elbow infection. What the fuck is Because <laughs> you're not keeping it clean down there. Oof. What does uh, Gwyneth Paltrow call it? Your noni or something like that? Goop? <laughs> goop. You're thinking yeah, of goop. She calls it your goop. <laughs> <laughs> Don't neglect the goop. <laughs> um, so, uh, just so you know, Sierra, uh, on our program, Jordan, Jesse, Go, we have lots of recurring segments. Um, people call into them, and we have so many of them that we have them tell us what segment they're calling into. It's not because we've never thought of uh, any good segment ideas, and so we make them think of it. Mm-hmm. It's just, we just do have them let us know what segment they're calling in for. Um, just so that awesome. we know out of all the different stuff that, that we have thought of um, because of the work that we put into the show. Um, Brian, sure. do you want to play one of those calls? Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Sunny D. Hey, guest. Um, is it Joe Firestone? I hope it's Joe Firestone. Anyway, I'm here with an entry in your famous recurring segment. That's what it's called now. Um, I am in a master's program, and today in class, my professor brought up the Nike swoosh logo. Don't remember the exact context, but was definitely referring to the Nike swoosh. But instead of saying Nike swoosh, he called it the Nicey swish. Um, (laughs) Did not correct himself, but also did not say it again at any point, so... Truly no clue if that's what he intended to say, but uh, the nicey swish, that's what it's called now. That's, I mean, you got to put something down on the patent application. Yeah. You know, Coca-Cola has the dynamic ribbon, and uh, Nike, of course, has the nicey swish. Yeah. That does sound like a knockoff Aww. that you get at the flea market. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the problem so nice. with graduate schools is, in my opinion? Hmm. It makes me feel guilty just to have been born white. You know, this nicey swish stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Wait, where are you going with this? <laughs> just our schools are teaching us critical oh, taint theory. Yes. And- right. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Um, yes, we're all proud of our Viking heritage. <laughs> um yeah, and I like that we have a I like that we have a theme of higher learning today on the show. Mm-hmm. That's fun, isn't it? Let's get right, Janet Jackson it. in here. <laughs> right. Or uh, Method Man and Red Man. Yeah. Thank you. With their Thank you very much. Famous movie, How High. Oh, yeah. oh. right. That's what I meant. <laughs> did they, were in the movie How High, did they have their own high school? No, it was a, it's a college movie. It's them going to college. Well, then why is it called How High? Jesse, because they're... They're why, so why isn't high. it called How College? Yeah, mm. because uh, it's it's a double entendre of uh, like uh, marijuana use. They don't use marijuana; high they're professionals. Reputation. Yeah, uh, these guys got to write gags. No, but uh, <laughs> they they use um they use a false a false. They, it's a CGI joints. All the joints in How High are CGI. Weta <laughs> Weta created them all. Jordan, I would never bow to a false joint. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's a good way to anger <laughs> weed god. <laughs> Again, you, back to god. the back to the seven deadly sins. <laughs> Everything's coming back today. Thou the prestige. 
Smoke yes. a false joint. Yes. Thou shalt not <laughs> smoke One a false favorites. joint. <laughs> <laughs> Thou shalt uh, pass to the left. <laughs> I feel bad that the professor was probably embarrassed, but maybe mm-hmm. wanted to not call attention. But by not doing so, sometimes it makes it worse. You know? I feel yeah. like these professors live in their fucking ivory towers. Right. <laughs> hunting elephants so they can build more floors. And these assholes, all they do is they sit around watching PB fucking ass. Mm-hmm. Just watching the, the, French, the French cook with Julia Child. Right. All day long making fucking souffles. They don't know anything about what normal people know about. Like uh, the dynamic ribbon and the, the Nike Nicey Swish. Yeah. Hey, if there's any uh, SoundCloud rappers who need a name, <laughs> Nicey Swish. Nicey Swish. Pretty good. You could do a lot worse. Yeah. That's great. All you need is Nicey Swish and a few triplets and you're set. There you go. You're fucking set in your SoundCloud rap career. Okay, when something momentous happens to you, 206-984-4FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org are the ways to reach us for our segment, Momentous Occasions. Sierra, I got something to admit. In the last segment, we don't really think of those. It's just when people have something funny to tell us and they come up with a name for what it is. (laughs) Uh, But this thing we thought of. I mean, this is the one thing we thought of 14 years ago. And have been doing ever since to diminishing returns. Go ahead and press play, Brian. Hey there, Jordan, Jesse, and Brian. And uh, guest, I'm going to say Sydney McElroy because I like her a lot. Close. Busy. She's a busy doctor. From Quebec City. She, her. And I'm calling in with a momentous occasion. So as of October 22nd, I have been on my hormone replacement theory. That theory, what? Hormone replacement therapy, geez, for a full year. And it's one of the best decisions I've ever made for myself. And it it feels great. And I want to share the love with all the other trans people listening. And love you. Happy Anal August. Happy Anal August. All our best to you. They should not be teaching HRT in elementary schools. Right. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I think, uh, uh, you know, thank you to the caller for, uh, for sharing that great moment with us. Yeah. Wonderful vibes. Very Mm -hmm. happy. We're very proud. Mm -hmm. I do think she's probably a little bit embarrassed that when she said, uh, theory she kind of nicely swished this <laughs> she really <laughs> nicely swished that oh, fucking call theory. there jesus nicely christ swished it a little bit swish swish getting in there and nicely swished it yeah we're running out of momentous things that could happen to people what i'm gonna need is we're at the point where we're gonna have to start it's like when you're uh it's like if you're a, a local news reporter and you start lighting buildings on fire so that you can write articles about them because not enough stuff's going on. <laughs> Does that happen? That's rad. Oh, that's <laughs> Does that really happen? I went to journalism school, so... Uh, I went to journalism school. I mean, I went to broadcasting school for two weeks. 
<laughs> and then found out I'd have to take extra classes and bailed. Oh, man. And how many um, buildings did you set on fire in yeah. those two weeks? Uh, six buildings, man. Well, four buildings in two outbuildings. Hmm. You know, they were like equipment sheds. Does that count? A couple buckets. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a couple piss buckets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they uh, burn pretty good. You'd be surprised. It depends on oh, diet. Yeah. 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 What's in the piss? How much piss? Yeah. Right. Which witch hazel they're using to clean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. If there's exactly. yeah, if there's witch hazel in the mixture. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's one of those things where it's good if you always have witch hazel. Witch hazel is good for everything. You know, you can use it to disinfect. Um, right. You can use it for cleaning. Uh, you can use it to light piss on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, just dump it on in and see how it goes. Is my my tip to you. I'm uh, a bit of a naturist. Jesse, I, 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 I know what you're saying is that like, yeah. you know, we this is, you know, the longest running segment. The show has been going on, uh, you know, forever at this point. And so I bought my first know. house is long gone. Yeah. Wait. So, no, that's what I mean. Like just all the good, all the regular. Right. Momentous uh, things in life are taken. Sure. Like at the point at the point where. um you know, we're we're celebrating our our fifteenth or twentieth uh, gender affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, it is great. We continue to support it, but what I'm saying is, we're going to have to start creating. We're going to have to start creating momentous occasions so that you can call in. And right. the, uh, number one is we're going to have to start. Pushing anvils and pianos off of the top of buildings. So yeah, I mean, I think I was talking to some young people, and they have this phrase that they like mm-hmm. to use: "R O C K in the USA." Close. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Everybody walk the dinosaur. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> banana, 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 banana. Uh-huh. Um, these young people they like to say, "Do it for the gram." By the way, speaking of banana, 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 babies having babies these days. Too many minions pregnant out there. Speaking you. of young people, yes. go ahead. <laughs> yes, we need to give minions condoms. <laughs> Hand out condoms at your laboratory where they work as your assistants. I'm talking yeah. to you, Gru. <laughs> it's an audience of one for this. Um, young people like to say, do it for the gram. Right. Um, I think we should, the movement should now be do it for the momentous occasion. Mm-hmm. Hashtag JJ Go, hashtag 20, 206-9844-FUN. It's mm-hmm. unwieldy, yes, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. accurate. What would be a good example of something to do for the hashtag 206-984-4FUN? Like if you wanted to really get on the show, but you didn't want to drop a penguin in the pants, you didn't right. want to you didn't want to fake, fake it, it, you really wanted to really do it. Yeah. Let's headbutt your dad. <laughs> Give dad a right. little headbutt. See what can happens. You, can we please go A to C? Oh, like this is just—I'm not asking about the obvious shit. I'm talking about shit that really would take some thought or creativity, not just the same shit that would come up if you ask anybody what's a momentous thing you could do to get on Jordan Ezigo. They're all going to say headbutt your dad, but I'm talking about yeah. something. The holidays are coming up. It's a perfect time to headbutt yeah. dad. Yeah. Bam. <laughs> right <in> his old <laughs> nose. <laughs> So fucking tired of these old nose assholes. (laughs) They're crusty old noses. Yeah. And gray nose hairs. 
Yeah, I mean, I would like to, you know, maybe people can use this as kind of like a motivating, you know, a motivating, you know, kind of like um, a motivating-ism, you know, like, should I do this? Should I not? Maybe I should for the momentous occasion, you know? Yeah, like somebody is like, they go call and they say like... uh... I sold all, all my porn and I, and I bought a, a rowboat that I'm going to live in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is someone right? who still collects hard copy porn. Oh, well, right. they don't anymore. They sold it. They right. But they, uh, they might be starting in. Right. Yeah. Someone yes, to another collector. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they might be starting. They might be about to start a new collection. It's just there's not that much room on the rowboat. Yeah. You're going to need to collect something small like. Um, yeah. Hammock. Are they a hammock. Make- the rowboat out of the porn if nobody will buy these yes. copies you know maybe thank you put it together waterproof it yeah non-water soluble paste of some kind mm-hmm. you know it would be good to recommend. collect if you lived in a rowboat wars yeah it's true i was thinking sardines Ooh. but i like yours too yeah so yes. i think just like get out there live life um mm-hmm. You know, to the degree to which you're comfortable, mm-hmm. and let us know about it. Do it. Hash, what was the thing I came up with? Hashtag hashtag two zero six nine eight four four fun. Do it for the moment. This occasion, Jordan Jesse go maximumfun.org. Yeah. Sierra, I mean, obviously you're a go getter. You started doing stand up comedy as a teen. You you attended an Ivy League university. Um, uh, you're the scion of the Epstein family. Mm. Um, <laughs> My proudest. Yes. Three, but but what? You. What dream have you not yet grabbed, no matter how fantastical? What do you think is is still out there? What what hill is still out there for Sierra to climb? Oof. I mean, so many hills, I think. Yeah. But I, I mean, you know, I feel like I've never lived in a different country other mm. than America. What's As your top for, choice? Hmm, top you know, three. Maybe, maybe Spain. Mm. Sure. Maybe. That would be nice. Be fun yeah. to say S is weird. Sure. Yeah, they do that. That's actually yeah. the reason why, you know, and, I, and if there are other countries mm-hmm. that do that, I mean, they're they're in the top three too. And they got some interesting soups as well. Yeah, they got some, they've got all the things. I think There's they've got some good foods. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Good cold soups. I mean, bathe in it, you know. Fucking crazy. Talk about upside down shit. Yeah. Cold soup. Come on. Sure. Have a little <laughs> ham at four. welcome to spain (laughs) the hamming hour (laughs) have a little ham would you like some ham they say and then they reply yes Mm. yes oh right 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 right, right. because that's that's spanish and they say ham (laughs) i don't know how they say it yeah, we don't really know. Okay, so Spain number one, but we're looking for top three. Top three, and you can't just say Andorra, just because it's next to Spain, <laughs> right? Oh, damn and they have it. so yeah, many right. sheep there. You know, you know me too well. Uh, I would say probably I want to live in. My cousin lives in Hong Kong, so mm. maybe I'd go there. That sounds fun. I want a friend of mine from high school lives in Hong Kong. Oh, uh, he's always uh, posting about parties he's DJing. Mm. Oh, looks really cool. Yeah, nice. his girlfriend in high school was the prettiest girl that we knew. So, is that how he introduces himself? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he got hooked up with the DJing gig in Hong Kong. I guess. Mm, yeah. Do you think he could get us in? Yeah, I think he could probably get us in. He knows a guy. He gets some passes. Hell yeah. All right. 
to get us into Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> to the country Beach of Hong music? Kong. The, Does he play, uh... the semi-authoritarian <laughs> nation of Hong Kong. Uh, the semi-authoritarian yeah. semi-nation. Dude, uh, I dude, my cousin's a DJ. He could totally get us visas. <laughs> <laughs> he dated one of the prettiest ladies. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we got uh, number one. Shout out to Sarah from high school. Very beautiful lady. Um, number one, uh, we got, of course, Spain. You got the hams, you got the S's, the soups, the whole nine yards. Right. Um, number two, not Andorra. Mm. Real get number out. two get is Hong Kong, yeah. which is incredible, incredible uh, confluence of uh, cultures, incredible density of human beings, got incredible food traditions, uh, a food factory for the world, creating some of the world's greatest food ideas there. Everybody hanging out together, making incredible foods and types of noodle. Mm. Um, great. I love it so far. Great DJs. Yeah. Incredible Oof. DJs. Oh, the DJs. Oh, affordable, yeah. high-quality tailoring. Everything Everything you want in a, in a semi-authoritarian semi-nation. <laughs> What's right. number three on your list? I mean, might be too similar mm-hmm. in a sense, but the UK, you know? Okay. I assumed you were going to say like Singapore or something like that. <laughs> oh, I see. No, but I, I mean, see where well, you're going. Colo- you're, you're following the colonial lin- the lineage. Uh, yeah, and also yeah. Plus to soups, well. of course. UK known for its soups. It's got uh, it's got the classic <laughs> got uh, brown soup. Mm, <laughs> right, brown, thicker brown. <laughs> it's got uh, a thicker brown soup. <laughs> it's got soup in a shell. You know, like a like a pie or something. Yeah. Oh right! Crack it open. Yeah, eat the soup. Yeah, that's what I hear. That's you've really good, you've yeah. seen their tourism commercial, Sierra. Yeah, yeah. I want to, and I I would love right to live him. in Italy so I could get the real Gubalagetsa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can. By get, the way, you can get it in L.A., but like it's 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 not right. It's uh, not. No. It's not Jordan, real. Can, it's not can the I real ask you, Gubalagetsa. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Have you ever been in Oaxaca during Gubalagetsa <laughs> when the streets are full of yeah. the Gubalagetsa celebrations? Incredible. Beautiful. Incredible. You get the mezcal from the... I mean, it's just extraordinary experience. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What about you, Jordan? You got three countries real quick? What's your top three? Oh, top three. So, yeah, I'm going to go... Um, you know, I've I've always enjoyed Canada. I've enjoyed Canada mm-hmm. every time I've been there. Similar to mm-hmm. America, which I like, so it wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have the, you know, the bends culturally. Right. Um, You're concerned about cultural hydrogen in your cultural bloodstream. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm concerned about <laughs> cultural rickets. Um. <laughs> By the way, I just got my cultural shingles vaccine. I'm grateful <laughs> for that. That's great. Modern technology. Um, so yeah. Canada would be nice. Um, I have always wanted to visit Italy. I don't know if it's a place I would like to live. I do not speak Italian, but I do want to yeah. go to the ruins where all the stray cats live. Yeah, I've uh, only I've only been to northern Italy. Italy. Mm. I was in Milan, uh, but something that I liked a lot about Milan, Italy, which is the f- fashion capital of the world, um, and it's a it's like uh, for being the fashion capital of the world, not the most exciting city. It's a little boring. A lot of it built by fascists who didn't have the most flair. Yeah. 
Um, so it's a little bit of a dull city aesthetically, like the, the city, the built environment is a little dull. And it has a reputation for being a little staid among Italians because it's northern Italy, you know, and so on and so forth. But the thing about it that's great is it's right, it's right up against uh, the Alps. You know, it's just like just south of the Alps. And so there's just people walking around in Alpine garb just are on the street. So it's like Oktoberfest every day of the year. It's amazing. You're just like, I, I asked, uh, I, I asked when we were there with this, uh, with this producer named John Luca. It's like, is this, are there just people walking around in Tyrolean capes? Is this like a normal thing? He's like, yeah, we think they're kind of bougie. Like, I think they're world heroes wearing Tyrolean capes walking around. Well, speaking of capes, I mean, I think my third country would have to be Latveria, the fictional country that Dr. <laughs> Doom is the sure. monarch of. Sure. A lot of capes in Latveria. Yeah. <laughs> Folks really know how to bring the flair. Yeah. Yeah, it's a well. rich tradition. Cape would be nice. Yeah. Beautiful country. Yeah. Beautiful country. Oh, the Actually, ham. The, oh, fully the ham in Latveria. Oh, the ham. <laughs> <laughs> they, make it, they only make it from those uh, pigs that look like sheep. You know these from Facebook? No, I don't think I've seen those. Yeah, my mom posted these on Facebook. It's a pig that looks like a sheep. It's got long, woolly, woolly hair, but it's on a pig. This fucking thing is great. Can you get a so, fo- photo of one of those things, and it's holding a sign that says, Honk, if you suck dick. <laughs> We'll be back in just Aww. a second on Jordan Jesse Co. <laughs> it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. A uh, Jordan Morris boy detective. Well, we each have something exciting going on, Jordan. You've got the smash hit graphic novel Bubble in stores now, but Jordan, I have a concern. Yes. I already have a copy of Bubble. Mm-hmm. I received it. I'm, look. I was very supportive of the bubble project from the beginning. That's just reality. Okay. Um, so I got it. I didn't have to pay for my copy. All right. Mm-hmm. I got it for free. No, oh, yeah. You got the hardcover too, if I, uh, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I don't get, I don't even, I don't even read floppy books. So. Yeah. What if like somebody saw you with a floppy book? It'd be so embarrassing. There's a pay- Jesus Christ. Like if I was on the subway or something, Ugh. first of all, Ugh. me on the subway, come on. Ugh. What if my driver saw me with a floppy book? Oh, How about that? Oh, oh, Jordan, there's oh, a page at the beginning of my yes. book. There's practically nothing written on it. That's my that's my worry. Is there's a page with almost nothing written on it. And I wish I just wish there was something I could do about that, Jordan. So let's say, you know, like you want my signature. That's something I that want anything, honestly, anything to just, fill in that page. I here's a way you could get a copy of Bubble. With yeah. not only my signature, uh-huh. but whatever dumb little bullshit you want me to write. <laughs> Thank God, because the bullshit I want you to write is so fucking dumb, Jordan. Here's the thing. I am doing, uh, for the holidays, people have asked how to get personalized signed copies of Bubble. Here's how you do it. You go to booksoup.com. You click on signed. Or you go on over to my social media. Check out my pinned tweet. Check out my Instagram uh, bio. You'll link up to the site of Book Soup, a great indie bookstore. Uh, you pre-order there. They ship anywhere. They ship uh, across the country, ship across the world. And, uh, yeah, you can get a signed copy of Bubble for the holidays, and you can tell me what dumb bullshit to write. We did this for pre-orders. 
I had to have a just a nice bookstore employee help me with them and say, uh-huh. um, can you make out this one to Jose Canseco? <laughs> so if you want to confuse a nice, helpful bookstore employee this holiday yeah. season. Uh, David Sedaris doesn't. Nobody has read Jose Canseco in the David Sedaris books. They don't. Uh, so yeah, if you want to do that, um, uh, it, hopefully it'd make a real cool holiday gift. If you know somebody that likes uh, graphic novels, science fiction, comedy, sometimes, all that stuff. Sometimes people put Jose Canseco in the Michael Shabons. <laughs> Go to your local bookstore or library, take out all the Shabons, <laughs> write yeah. Jose Canseco in them. Sure. Um, yeah, so you can, uh, if you're looking for a, uh, a holiday gift or just, uh, you know, haven't gotten yourself a copy of the Bubble graphic novel yet, you can do that, uh, booksoup.com, click on signed. Um, and, uh, while we're talking Bubble, if you've already gotten the book and read it and liked it a lot, it'd be really cool if you'd vote for it in the Goodreads Choice Awards for 2021. That's right, Bubble was nominated for Best Graphic Novel. Uh, and you can get on over there at Goodreads and vote for us. That'd be really cool. Listen, the Adventure Zone's going to win. We we know the Adventure Zone's going to win. Yeah. Uh, they deserve to win. They're Those great. are great books. Great books, great podcasts, great guys. And we'll throw in a vote for Jordan. Let's are give them a run for their money. Let's make it close. Let's make it close. Listen, it, it won't be close. It won't be make close. Make it close. Make, make it, it kind of close. close. Yeah. <laughs> make... Make us not embarrassed. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, 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 booksoup.com if you want a signed, personalized copy of Bubble, and uh, goodreads.com if you want to vote for it uh, in the Goodreads Choice Awards. That'd be really cool of you. Thank you. Um, Jordan, I got, I got something yeah. going on. So I, I, can, I, can I interrupt you with a problem, Jesse? Yeah, what's that? I haven't uh, been able to hear my favorite character, Pee Wee Herman, host a radio show what am i gonna do jordan it just so happens that i'm close personal friends with Wee herman <gasps> he's my favorite he's my favorite too which is why i'm so excited that i became close personal friends with him and i am producing the Wee herman radio hour on kcrw here in los angeles it's the most exciting thing of my entire career uh, except for Jose Cansneco. So I would say number two to right. Jose Cansneco, the time I thought of Jose Cansneco. Don't remember what the setup was, but don't need to. <laughs> Just really proud of It was a list yeah. that we did for a live show, maybe. What was Jose Cansneco? Anyway, the moral of the story <laughs> I is... I it's a, it's a famous book signature now. Uh, the moral of the story is this. I'm close personal friends with Pee Wee Herman and on Friday, November 26th at 6 p.m. Pacific time, you can listen to the Pee Wee Herman Radio Hour on KCRW, produced by yours truly, along with my friend Julia Smith. Um, it's going to be a real thrill ride. Uh, KCRW had to, we had to do some, Pee Wee had to do some convincing to get KCRW to allow him on the airwaves. Uh, they really, truly don't know what they've signed up for. I, I think it's going to be a pretty crazy hour. Uh, you'll be able to listen to it at kcrw.org or on the on the airwaves here in the Los Angeles area. Uh, yes, this is real. Uh, and yes, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Both of those things. Yes to both of those things. Yes, this is real. Yes, holy shit, Pee Wee fucking Herman. It's my... F- favorite thing ever jordan yeah this is like if you were the producer 
of the Simpsons radio show. <laughs> oh, boy, I wish. Marge on the airwaves? <laughs> I can't even imagine it. No, it's hosted by Disco Stew. Marge is busy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Pee Wee Herman Radio Hour. Yeah, Please listen awesome. to it. It's it's Look, this thing's going to have a bunch of music in it, and you can't podcast it. I'm not going to be able to podcast it. Pee Wee's going to be playing records. you got to listen to it. Friday, November 26th, 6 p.m., kcrw.org or on the airwaves in in los angeles the peewee herman radio hour produced by jesse thorne and julia smith uh the most thrilling thing of my entire career and i'm not going to say what special guests are going to be on the program but i'll give you a hint jordan hmm coochie coochie (gasps) that's your hint jordan oh my god that's your hint, Jordan, wow. if everything goes according Bob to Baliban. Hoyle. <laughs> it's Balaban, baby! Yeah. We booked Balaban, baby! Uh, Friday, November 26th at 6 p.m., the Pee Wee Herman Radio Hour on KCRW. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. You're in the theater. The lights go down. You're about to get swept up by the characters and all their little details and interpersonal dramas. You look at them and think, that person is so obviously in love with their best friend. Wait, am I in love with my best friend? That character's mom is so overbearing. Why doesn't she stand up to her? Oh, good God, do I need to stand up to my own mother? We never know when we'll see ourselves in a movie, but that search for recognition is exactly what we're going to talk about on the podcast, Feeling Seen, with me, Jordan Cruciola. Each episode, we'll bring in a guest to talk about the films that they see themselves in and also the ways that movies have fallen short. So join me every Thursday for the Feeling Scene podcast here on Maximum Fun or wherever you find your podcasts. Look, it's a rough world out there, especially lately. I get it. So let's take care of our minds as best we can. I'm John Moe, host of Depression Mode with John Moe. Every week, I talk with comedians, actors, writers, musicians, doctors, therapists, and everyday folks about the obstacles that our world and our brains throw in front of us. Depression, anxiety, traumatic stress, all those mental health challenges that are way more common and more treatable than you might think. The first time I went to therapy, I was so ashamed, and I was like, can't believe I gotta go into therapy. Like, I thought I could be a man, and Humphrey Bogart was never in therapy. And then my dad said, yeah, but he smoked a carton of cigarettes a day. Give your mind a break, give yourself a break, and join me for Depression Mode with John Moe. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And Sierra Cato, CTTF activist. <laughs> uh, Sierra, so great to have you on the program. Um, a- always a pleasure and an honor. Uh, Jordan, do you want to introduce the Wushu Club? <laughs> <laughs> you like swords. <laughs> you like flips. <laughs> it was so fucking amazing. When yeah. he played this VHS tape, it's like 30 dudes yeah. doing fucking flips. Swords and shit. It's like I'm doing slow motion teabag, whatever the fuck. He could have been teaching us the other thing the whole time. You gotta like rent the swords though. That's that's like an extra expense. Do you think? And then if you like lose the sword, like if you leave the sword on a bus or something. Oh god. 
right? I would have taken. Yeah, you got. We've yeah, the guilt, of course. <laughs> yeah, of leaving money. a weapon that yeah. could. Sure. Cause we've harm. we've already addressed Jordan that I grew up about four blocks from a kung fu supply store. Yes. Uh, that still in my memory seems like it was a dream, but mm-hmm. I learned was actually real from some other people that grew up near it. Um, I would have just gone down to that kung fu supply store. It was still open at the time. Just go to the Kung Fu Supply Store and say, give me some fucking swords and some flips and everything. Yeah. Yeah. God, that would have been great. Yeah. What could have been? Fucking asshole that guy was teaching us that boring ass fucking Kung Fu. I know, right? Trying to teach us to be calm or whatever the fuck. I just want to do flips so bad. Seems like it didn't work. Seems like you didn't take away the tenets of Tai Chi. Yeah, that's the basic tenet of Tai Chi is be resentful that you can't do a fucking flip, right? right. <laughs> be mad, be yeah, mad yeah. about it 20 years later. <laughs> well, I could kick this guy's ass right now if he couldn't kick my ass so squarely in half a second. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, I had a friend in high school who did Wushu. Right. His name was Hua. Hua would just do a flip just as soon as... just. It, just like this. You say, who, you want to do a flip? He would have already be doing, oh he'd goodness. be in the air flipping backwards in the air. There's flip guys. Yeah. God. Some I people love. have it. Some people are, yeah. Some people are flip <laughs> some guys. Some people are, yeah. Give this guy a halberd. Mm-hmm. Fucking ribbons. Your yeah. fucking ribbons fucking with Hua. I guess a real the, winning attitude too. I guess, Hua's I mean, and I don't guy. know if Wushu is like lumped in with self-defense, but I mean kind of tough to be like you know somebody's hassling you on the street you'd be like wait i have to get i have to go get two swords <laughs> i can't do it without my swords he's like oh man oh, i, I will gonna... wait <laughs> i will wait and fuck with you when you come back with two swords <laughs> i got one sword and a banana <laughs> uh sierra we got real off track there from uh <laughs> Plugging the the television show, the the highly anticipated television show of which you are one of the stars. We gotta we gotta we gotta say the sex lives of college girls coming to streaming television imminently. Where can people watch it? Yes, uh, it will be on HBO Max, and I think November eighteenth is the premiere date. Hmm. Get excited! Love it. Love HBO Max. Love to uh, watch uh, Hooper on there. Mm. Um, so my recommendation is first watch Hooper, the sort of uh, sort of slice of life Burt Reynolds comedy about stuntmen. It reflects the fact that both he and Hal Needham had a background in stunt work. Um, and then go ahead and watch. I mean, this is the classic path, obviously. Like, as soon as you're done watching Hooper, they're well, going to say, do you want to well, watch Well, the, al- the algorithm will yeah, recommend it to you. Yeah. yeah. The class of college Literally, girls. It just rolls right into it. Yeah. Sierra, you're... <laughs> right. It'll give you five seconds to watch the credits, <laughs> yeah, and then skip, it'll just yeah, start playing. Skip credits. Let's go. Yeah. You, have a, you also have a podcast, which you insist is a going concern. Uh, <laughs> that's always, a, that's always yes. a red flag. I'm going to be honest with you. If if when I say would you like us to plug your podcast, mm-hmm. you say, "Well, that still exists." It does. Um, it's, Did I sell uh, it correctly? It, have you been? Have you successfully? So it's the positive pods, positivity, pod yes, being both a part of an iPod, mm. stay positive, mm. part of an iPod, and a, a way of approaching the world. Um, 
have you successfully used the lessons that you've learned on Stay Positive to uh, maintain a positive attitude while the world burns down around you? You know, I think I haven't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, think, I think, you know, you know, I talk with I people. I think that, no. I think that, no. But I am, yes, I would say it's kind of a fun, like I get to talk with people about maybe their ways that they do it. And then I go, mm-hmm. oh, interesting. I should, I should take that advice. And then I forget. But overall, I think it's good for people if, who actually remember how to do things. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to hear those tips and be like, oh, yeah, maybe I should take a, you know, get a life coach or take a voice lesson. I talked with someone about that. They said, everybody should take voice lessons. You know, I took some voice lessons. I loved oh. it. I well, recommend taking awesome. some voice lessons. So go take them with a nice lady in Eagle Rock. Ah, got it. That's my tip for everybody out there. <laughs> I don't need them. <laughs> Ooh. I would just be wasting money. <laughs> she actually, she said, I, I went in there the first, it was an amazing experience. It was just at her house in Eagle Rock, you know, piano set up there. She's got opera training. She's got popular music training, whatever you need, jazz. She can teach you jazz. She said, just bring in a piece. I went in there and I said, hup, yep. Right. Hup, hup, the <laughs> minion singing Billy Joel songs. This and that. <laughs> and she was like, it's perfect. Give me $100 and get out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's how it worked out for me. Did, what is, did you learn anything from the... Did you have a life coach on or a person who had hired a life coach? Person who had hired a life coach. I did have a dating coach on, and that was cool. Oh. What, was is it, the... what did you learn from the dating coach? You know, she was specifically, I mean, you know, things that you hear a lot, but it was kind of nice hearing it from her. Like, it was like, you know, she kind of actually works more in like giving you confidence. So like she specifically tends to work with mostly guys who are seeking women, but like overall, like it's kind of more working on confidence and working on themselves so that they can meet someone. And she's not a matchmaker per se, but she's like working on you as a person so that you can feel confident enough or honest enough i guess too to like find somebody who is a good match or who you know being open a little bit more too to like meeting somebody who maybe they didn't think maybe they come in with a bunch of criteria they're Mm. like i like this kind of person and then they kind of like she maybe might walk them through like hey that's actually maybe not the most realistic thing what about this sort of thing and like kind of working with them as an individual first that's not super realistic the minions aren't real (laughs) yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. You cannot I... meet them. <laughs> so many guys come in there looking for a minion who They're loves to suck dick. A tiny yellow <laughs> cylinder looking thing. And yeah. yeah. We can't all, you know, we can't all get one. Yeah. But finite number of minions, infinite number dream. of people who want minions. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Sierra, always a joy, always a joy to have you on the program. Thank Congratulations you on the extraordinary success that you've had since the last time you were here. Um, congratulations, and frankly, you're welcome. Um, Thank you. This is a lot of casting directors listen to the show. Mindy Kaling writes in almost every wow. week. Um, she says, "Thanks. Uh, I'm I'm casting the the Sex Lives of College yeah. Girls. I've already got a part for Steve Agee." Um, <laughs> Excellent. But Rob Hubel, yeah. Rob Hubel is on the show. For sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, it sounds like she did because two for <laughs> friend two. Friend of Jordan, Jesse, go. Rob Hubel is yes. that on the show? I will not be using either of you, the hosts. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. 
but I would like for your guests to be someone I might cast. Yeah, I had to cast. Had to find room for Gavin Leatherwood. I'm just looking yeah, at the IMDb right now. Yeah, I bet Gavin a, Leatherwood a is a cool guy. He's I just cool. you know. He's in it. Francesca Zureb played oh. Quinn on the show. That couldn't go. To, that couldn't go to Jordan. Jordan, you could play Quinn in your fucking sleep. I turned it down. You turned down Quinn, yeah, because you were trying to make you were trying to make a play for a bigger part, maybe mm. Hubel's part. No, I just, I just didn't want to drive all the way to Pasadena. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, no, you thanks. live in yeah. Jordan. You live in Pasadena. Yeah, but this you was South in. Pasadena. Uh, you're right. It was. It was kind of bordering San Marino. Oh, okay. oh wow, yeah. San Marino. I'm not about to go to La Cunada Flint Ridge. Okay. <laughs> What do you what do you think? Of, what do you think of working Altadena? No, sir. No. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. No. No. A hotel. Ah, thank God we listed some places near Pasadena. Mm-hmm. Whew. Ah, good God. specifics there. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, Sierra, of course, um, you can hear her on Stay Positive. You can see her on the Sex Lives of College Girls. Um, you can catch her uh, doing stand-up around Monrovia, California, right there by Pasadena. I'm out of places. <laughs> I'm out of places. The Crow's Nest in Monrovia. Um, our producer, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez, uh, on the stream this week, Valerie Moffat. Uh, you can find us on Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. This is Reddit I've been looking at, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Absolute Units. It's just big oh, things. Yeah, I've seen Absolute Units. That's a good Reddit. It's just a Reddit where they just show you a big thing. Yeah, and nice. it's and they say it's an absolute unit. Yeah, this guy was one guy had big fingers. <laughs> Whoa. Big 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 thick fingies. Sounds um, like a pretty good Reddit. Yeah, well there's a picture of his hand in like a regular hand. His hand was way bigger. Oh. It's good hand. for scale. For scale. Yeah. Exactly, a regular a hand for scale. Paper, newspaper to show the date. And then it had a picture of some scale he had on his perineum. <laughs> Got to get it checked. That's the lesson yeah, of today's show. Like, get it checked out. That's why I'm here. Get it checked out. You, that's the last thing. This Spreading is going to be rare but deadly. Right. Um, hashtag at JJGo on Twitter. Find us on Instagram at uh, Jordan... God damn it! I forgot if it's Jordan D. Morris or Jordan. Oh, David that's Morris. okay. It's Jordan David Morris. Uh, how long yeah. have we? How long have we been plugging our Instagrams on this show? Every fucking week, we did three weeks about your Instagram. I forget every time. At put dot this dot on uh, on Twitter at Jesse Thorne at Jordan underscore Morris. Uh, look, that's enough. That's enough different things. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.